Hello and welcome to another edition of the Modern Times Podcast. John Guzan and Karen Wild. Hi, Karen. Hello. Hello there. How you doing? Political profundity is what we're doing today, and there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on in the world of politics. Today we're going to talk about five topics. The Mueller indictment, what it means now, the terror attack in New York City. Uh, number three, John Kelly's bizarre stance on the Civil War. Um, number four, the continued sexual harassment uh, scandal, fallout, um, I don't know, uh, uh, sexual harassment gate, uh, whatever you want to call it, and the so-called tax reform bill. Um, what's going on with that? Um, so let's start off right, let's kick off right with Bob Mueller um, and what it means now. Um, is Trump going to fire him? I wouldn't put it past Trump to do that because there, there's no question this just weakens Trump even further and further damages his already crappy reputation in this country. Now, that said, if he tries that, or if he does it, I think the political firestorm is going to make his firing of James Comey look like a Tea Party. And I don't mean the political movement of today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I, supposedly Trump is saying that they're not, he's not going to do that. Now, some political analysts, such as, and by the way, everybody out there listening, I'm getting over a cold, so please... Excuse my. Uh, you my sound voice great, today. Karen. You sound great. Uh, well, thank you. Um, Rick Wilson, who's a GOP analyst and a never Trumper, is very tough critic on this guy. Says that, you know, don't don't kid yourself. The president's going to do this. But again, I I I suspect enough Republicans, even the ones who really prostate themselves. I don't think I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you know, genuflect before him. I think even they realize how bad that's going to look to most Americans, and even, I'd say, a percentage who voted for Trump. Because, uh, to me, it seems if the president is not guilty of anything, he could have cleared this up a long time ago. Yeah. But with each passing month, between his actions, his series of tweets, uh, and, and just the things he said in interviews... He just has dug a deeper hole for himself. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and then there's no question. I mean, you had Paul Manafort and Rick Gates who were both facing 12 felony counts. Now, let's say that this is not, these have nothing to do with alleged collusion. There are things like money laundering, conspiracy, acting as unregistered registered foreign agents, uh, especially, you know, Manafort's work with uh, a pro-Russian Ukrainian group, which was especially odious. And uh, just uh, the other problems that he's got, if anybody looked at the breakdown of, of money that he got and the things he spent it on, that's, I mean, it's just embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, the guy in lavish taste, doesn't he? How, how did he get, you know, where did he get all the cash for that? Right. Gee, I wonder. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where, like you said, there's ties to Russians. Um, and there's probably never been that in any sort of presidential election before. There was yeah, obviously there's also the spending and effort that was put f- forward to 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 elect Donald Trump. So then, when you have those two things go together, you know there has to whether there's collusion or not um, is 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 probably one of those legal terms that they'll try to 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 force it on unless somebody just comes out and admits that they were working and and and, and sort of coordinating in any way. 
Um, but, you know, I think Trump has also gave himself, you know, a problem because he hasn't um, disclosed really his financial uh, connections and, and any really uh, transparency to his business operations and how that impacts him as president. And he's also tried to keep those ties. And so I think it opens up into, you know, you know further information. Um, you know, people want to know what's going on with him, and you can't tell unless you look. And if he's not being forthcoming about it, you know, why? Um, but it, it's it. I don't think he's going to fire him right now. I mean, if he tries to actually indict him or bring him in for questioning, I think that's where, you know, really where we're going to see whether Trump flies off the handle or not, because I think that's what it is. You can't say that Trump's calculating enough to f- kind of figure out well, if this happens, I think it's just going to be one of those things where he just gets pissed off and says he's fired. And, 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 and that's where the issue is going to be. But um, obviously, the, you know, as John McCain put it, I think, you know, the first shoe in a, in a centipede of issues um, so that there's going to be hundreds of, um, you know, shoes to drop here. And so, um, you know, we'll see. Um, right. The, the other thing I just want to say quickly, besides Manafort and Gates, there's George Papadopoulos, who's already <laughs> pled guilty. Yep. In this Russia probe, he he's admitted to lying to federal agents about his contacts with Kremlin-connected Russians. Uh, I find it rather amusing the Trump administration and and other sycophants around it are saying that this kid wasn't important. What did they call him? A coffee boy or or something? Yeah, you know they gave him a lot. So you know they you know they tried to downplay him where earlier they were trying to play him up because they didn't have anybody else in foreign policy. But you know, I mean, you know, he, he still was. What is lying though was is that he said it happened. Um, these contacts happened before before he worked for Trump when they really happened after he worked for Trump. So he's either he's even you know at this point that's what it is is just a a time thing where it's before he worked or after. But the fact is is that. The government is saying he was lying and saying when he didn't when he when it it was when he didn't work for Trump, but it actually was. So, I mean that's kind of almost even more damning. And and to say it has no connection to the campaign then becomes kind of uh, just a a lie. Right. Uh, you know. Again, I, the, I I find it just again interesting when you compare. To what the reaction would be if this were, say, happening under a President Hillary Clinton administration. You would have the GOP going full-on, four-alarm ballistic, 24-7. She'd already have been impeached and removed from office, and, oh, and yeah. perhaps with good reason. Yeah, but, you know, but, yeah, but at the same if time, if you had Democrats in control of Congress, Trump would have been impeached already, don't you think? Oh, well, absolutely, and this is why Republicans, I think, are pretty nervous about next year's election. I mean, there are polls out saying if it could be, if voting voters could decide tomorrow, they would lose the House, they might even lose the Senate. And, uh, you know, I think the Democrats back in, say, 2006, when they, they decided that they were not going to try to pull George W. Bush accountable for bungling uh, the Iraq war, for starters, and that's, you know, the more charitable thing you can say about it. And I, I will say, as somebody who felt back then, I think the arguments of trying to impeach Bush for that would have been, you know, it would have been a much higher mountain to climb for a lot of reasons. But I get the feeling Democrats are, uh, you know, uh, and we'll see. The Democratic Party long has been a party with it's terrible at messaging and way too wimpy uh, when, they, you know, they need to be strong. But I, I suspect 
if they take Congress next year, if Trump is still around, I, I think it's, he's, he's in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're not going to work with him. And there's certainly, if there is real evidence that he himself was involved in this collusion, um, uh, you know, they 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 better start the procedure to remove him from office. Yeah, that, you know, and, it's not acceptable. And, and, you know, Mueller hasn't even really got into the obstruction of justice yet, at least that, that 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 we've heard about when it comes to him firing Comey over Russia, he's trying to build that there was a connection there, I think, and that there was um, even if there wasn't um, collusion, there was crimes committed, and the fact that he just wanted Comey to stop investigating at all, even it because he just didn't want it to tarnish his reputation. When even some people that worked for his campaign, like Papadopoulos, did do things that weren't you know, proper, if they get to a situation where they find one thing, right now they still can't prove that because Papadopoulos just did for moving the time, whether it was when he worked for the campaign or not. But they have to find that if once there's a crime, I think, that can be associated um, um, with those things, maybe it's the treason on Manafort, um, just the fact that they didn't want to, um, you know, that, that, that Trump tried to stop Comey from even investigating and the Justice Department, then you start getting into obstruction of justice charge from the special special prosecutor. Now, to me, that's that's the way that it's coming down. He can prove obstruction if there was a crime that he, you know, whether knowingly or unknowingly, was trying to stop an investigation. Then it becomes an obstruction of justice, especially when it has to do with his campaign for president. And and so, to me, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where I see this investigation going at this point. So, yeah, I agree with you. you know, there, are, there are a lot more shoes to drop yet still in this. This is, you know, the Trump administration, I believe, what Sarah Huckabee Sanders has said the other day, this is winding down. I, I you know, that's just laughable on the face of it. I, yeah, this is I, not winding down. I mean, Mueller's just getting started. I can't believe, I mean, she is either the, you know, um, best uh, 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 White House press secretary or, you know, whatever her current title is, spokesperson, you know, whatever she is now. Um, but, Either she can do that with a straight face like no one else and she should be, you know, put in some kind of hall of fame or, you know, she is just, you know, brainwashed. But it's crazy to see her go up there now. It's just kind of like you can't even it's like, you know, do you believe a word? Um, but that's my personal opinion. Again, these are, this is us as uh, commentators, not as uh, um, hard, hardcore byline journalists right now at this moment, because um, we're on a podcast. so We could say these things. Uh you had mentioned, um, you know, kind of the way that the Democrats can't, um, you know, be more aggressive in the way they do things. Um, it was a little interesting to see um, the story on the uh, terror attack in New York City yesterday, Then, right. which is our, you know, topic number two, kind of um, turn into something that was based in politics this morning with, with, with Trump claiming that it was all Schumer's fault, uh, Chuck Schumer, um, Minority leader is his fault because of the um, the way that he did uh, visas back in the '90s, and you know people are already saying that that's not exactly true. It's you know I mean obviously uh, so you know surprise surprise, um, but you know I mean we have two things here. We have you know the actual event, which which was obviously horrible. Um, innocent people walking down the street having to be confronted with somebody trying to kill them with a vehicle, and then the weirdness of him actually taking paintball and pellet guns out like he was going to um, do anything. Um, you know, it was a whole kind of weird situation. And then it went, po- you know, political very quickly. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on, on, on any of that? 
Well, it's, uh, you know, as I've been saying to people, October started off on a terrible note with, of course, the, and it, as far as I'm concerned, it was a terrorist attack when this comeback Vegas, shot right. up uh, a country concert and killed 58 people in Las Vegas. And it ended on a terrible note, obviously, yeah. when this creep, whose name is Safulio Saipov, I guess he's an Uzbek immigrant, uh, decided to mow down eight people on a bike path. Um, Real hero I, there, huh? and I, I don't, you know, according to the John Miller, who's the deputy so police amazing. commissioner for intelligence in New York City, he said he did it in the name of ISIS, the radical Islamic group. Um, I don't know, you know, if we know a whole lot about this man's background. Again, he's an Uzbek immigrant. He may have been arrested in Missouri. There's a mugshot of him from the St. Charles County Department of Corrections. This guy may have a record. I don't know if it involves some terror attack in the past, but, um, you know, it's interesting to me that Donald Trump said absolutely nothing about the shooting in Vegas, but then was spouting off whatever nonsense he was the, the moment this happened. And I don't know if this has totally been confirmed. According, I, I, I think it was a, a CNN report that Trump didn't even call anybody in New York to offer condolences or offer support. I mean, yeah, that's a funny, if that's the case, I and mean, it's a fine way to treat your home city, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, maybe he's mad still that New York rejected him by an overwhelming uh, majority of voters. Um, you know, I'm not to say that he won't maybe go over there later like he did in Vegas, but I, I, you know, the argument about political visas or however this, this person was here in this country, you know, again, we don't know that much about his background. If you really recall the Boston bombing in 2013 with the Sharnab brothers, they were brought here as children and, you know, one was killed and of course one is on death row. Um, they were radicalized along the way. Um, this this Saipov individual may have been as well. I mean, he apparently was shot. The cops shot him, and he was you know, he, then he was operated on. And of course, police are questioning him now. I, I you know, I, we just I think we're going to have to learn more about his background. And uh, I mean, you know, the same with the fellow who killed 58 people in Vegas. You know, he's dead, of course, but you know, there may never be a legitimate reason. I mean, there is no legitimate reason. I'm, I take, you know, I'm sorry, I take that back. There just, we may never know what motivated him, and, you know, it, it may be easier to learn what motivated Saikov. <laughs> yeah, and, and you, but, know, you know... As usual, I think Donald Trump is just, you know, starting a fight because he knows it resonates with his base. Uh, but I, you know, does it does it help us understand this problem any sooner? Does it help us fully understand the visa lottery program? No. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I the whole thing. I think when it comes down to it, is you know, we're gonna some you know some folks say that what terrorists want you to do is to become more of a police state, and 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 I happen to uh, you know agree with that. Is that the more that we try to restrict things or 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 you know, claim that a whole set of people is really responsible for something or they're all bad. That's what they want. They want you to, you know, to really become insular and, and hate them more because they don't really think it through. It's just a war to certain people and they want certain things and they're never going to, you know, really get it in the United States. 
we only can just you know you know punish ourselves by making us a a security laden police state and you know we just have to stay free you know sometimes that means that bad things happen as we know bad things happen for people that were born here just look at the you know like you said the las vegas shooting um yeah. you know uh you know some of our worst terrorist you know events here i mean obviously not 9-11 but you know other than that you know oklahoma city uh, las vegas um you know, these are people that were born here. I mean, what are we going to do to the people that live here, too? And it's just, you know, un- very unfortunate. How do we deal with it? I don't know. I, I, I know it's not by being, you know, by by just blaming, you know, radical Islam for everything um, and, and spending yeah, so much right. to solve it. And, you know, I know, you know, we got to move on to our next topic. But, you know, it's just one of those things um, that that, um, you know, it just is we have to stay free and, you know, we can't we can't try to compromise our values because 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 we're afraid sometimes and 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 it's just what it is unfortunately. Well, New York, for whatever it's worth, there was a big Halloween party in New York that night. So good good for that city. New yeah. Yorkers are tough. I mean, they, you know, <laughs> that's uh that's a town. Yeah, Sinatra said it. You can make it there. You can make it anywhere. Right? Right. I mean, a little bit flipping here, but that's the truth. And and. It's a it's a city with a lot of very tough, strong people, and no misguided piece of garbage like this guy is going to ruin that. Yeah, and you know, I mean, you know, we just got to stop these people that try to you know radicalize these other guys. I mean, I don't, I really don't think this 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 young man who 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 did this very stupid thing and mean thing yesterday, you know, I just don't think he was, you know, he he had a choice at some point to buy more into the American dream or buy into ISIS and. Why did he make that choice? And I think that that's part of it. Because I don't think he was a sleeper since he came here years and years ago. He was just waiting for his time to drive a car into people. Um, you know, I think it's already come out that they said he was radicalized after he got here. So, you know, it's, you know, has has any of the stuff that's gone on, you know, not to blame anything politically or say that, you know, any 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 kind of, you know, tactic that we did can be directly related to it. But you have to also wonder... You know, why didn't he buy in? And again, I I keep talking on something I, I say we have to move on from. So um, if you don't have anything else, let's tack over to number three on John Kelly. Is that all right? Yes. Again, all right. our condolences to the victims in that terrible attack yesterday. And Yeah, for sure. And also all the people that had to see it. I mean, there was a lot of people. I mean, some of the stuff I saw on there was, you know, the some of the you know witnesses are going to have to bear this for the rest of their lives, too. So I know. Um, I know. Um, anyway, John Kelly um, is taking on a higher and higher profile. He um, came out and did a, I think it was with Laura Ingram in uh, new, uh, the new Fox show, of course. Um, and he was calling Robert E. Lee honorable and, um, you know, kind of, you know, you know, talking about history and the Confederacy um, kind of raised some, uh, some, some eyebrows, didn't it? I, I, you know, I, I just, the whole narrative about John Kelly, when he was named chief of staff, that he was going to be the adult in the room and, you know, and, and help uh, help tamper down Donald Trump's excesses, yada, yada, yada. I, I think we've already seen that that's just utter horse crap. Okay, he's not. And it turns out he seems to be a true believer who harbors the same you know, combative, vile views that Trump does on certain issues. Uh, we saw that when he attacked Frederica Wilson and, and lied, blatantly lied about 
for giving that speech for that Florida law enforcement center. Yeah, and, and in that same, and, and in that same, saying, you know, I was wrong, and I apologize. I still don't appreciate what she said, but I was wrong about that speech she gave. No, he can't even do that. Well, and in and that like, same, in, in in that same appearance on Ingram's show was the time where he also basically justified his remarks and said, "Well, it was off camera." I again, here's a guy. I, I, I for the life of me, why he wants to throw away. And I, I'm not saying again. I just I don't think John Kelly is a good person. I'm sorry, but I don't. But he was somebody that had a certain reputation as a general. And, and, you know, had seen his share of tragedy. Obviously, his son was killed in Afghanistan. I, I can't even imagine the, the pain that a parent must have to bear for something like that. Um, but why he wishes to completely throw away the goodwill many may have had for him before on Donald Trump is just... It's, it's just... It's mind-boggling... But the only conclusion that one can come to is that, unfortunately, he holds a lot of the same views Trump does and uh, seems to be willing to risk everything for that. I, you know, Rick Wilson, I, I think I mentioned him before, uh, you know, he has a, a, a motto now, everything Trump touches dies. And, and that includes people in terms of their reputation or uh, their soul, I guess. Um, I, I, I just, it's, it's, it's just a shame to watch Sean Kelly do this. But again, this narrative that he was going to be the one that would make Donald Trump a, a real president, and I, that's a bit of a flippant remark on my part, but I, I think we can throw that away. And, and to defend Robert E. Lee, and I, look, I'm not from the South. I didn't grow up there. I don't, I didn't have, well, I may have had some family members, ancestors who were, did fight in the Civil War, possibly for the Confederacy. I don't know. Um, because I do have, you know, some Southern heritage in my family on my father's side. Uh, but, but and, and again, the, the Civil War was a tragedy for many reasons. But to claim, as some people do, that this had very little to do with slavery. It's I just mean, wrong. the only word I can, it's horseshit. Again, it's just, <laughs> that was why it was fought. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's interesting, Ken Burns, who is hardly a, a political radical, as we may know, he has said, and people can look this up, that Robert E. Lee is technically responsible for the deaths of more Americans than some of our greatest adversaries, and that would include Adolf Hitler. And no, I, you know, so, you know, because again, he was a general of a very bloody civil war that killed hundreds and thousands of people. Um, so, you know, no, Robert E. Lee is no hero, and that's just that. I, I, and I, I, the only reason I, I think, Kelly, you almost got to wonder if Trump is basically directing him to go on shows like Ingraham's and say this kind of nonsense. Because, again, it's all about that base. That's all Trump has anymore. And he's even starting to lose a percentage of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Um, I... It's just it's sickening and it's, it's, it's shameful and it's pathetic. And I, again, I guess John Kelly's happy to piss his reputation down the toilet. That's his decision. Oh yeah, and and you know I, I don't know what you know you know to yeah. John Kelly it's it's uh, again I I don't understand you know the topics he's bringing up and why he's bringing them up and why a chief of staff is now you know going on uh, Ingram's show I know that sometimes a chief of staff will come out and talk but it's been my 
you know, notion and especially what we saw through Obama and a lot of the times through Bush, you never really saw the chief of staff, one, going into the press room and doing those sorts of things. That's what their secretaries are there to do. Um, and if probably they talked to the press, it was one-on-one and not in these ways. And it just seems odd, you know. I mean, the, but the whole thing about the Trump administration is odd. That's, that's, that's my one, that's, that's one of my points. The second is, is you know, I somewhat understand... Um, what some of these, you know, Civil War, you know, retrograde folks kind of think about. Because, um, you know, I think there is a difference between remembering history and, and being reactive to, to doing certain things. Um, like, like, say, for example, taking down statues. I think, you know, you know people want to take them down. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. But, you know, I still think it is a part of history at some point. And, and it may be a good I, thing I for us to do. You know, and, may, and maybe even a good thing for us to do is to put that in some sort of, you know, civil rights also thing. You know, it's almost like, you know, what they did in South Africa when they had those reconciliation meetings. And we have to understand that we never had any of that after after the Civil War. We basically had the Klan down in the South um, basically saying, hell no, it ain't happening. You know, and then you had, you know, other kinds of, you know, discrimination that happened in the North. Okay, it was different. It was a totally different. There was no reconciliation. Oh, absolutely. Right. So, you know, at some point, if we put all the stuff in your museum, you say, this is the past, you know, this is like, you know, Neanderthals. Hopefully you understand, hey, just like there was, you know, we used to only wear animal skins and never showered. Um, we also now are racist, you know, that's also for a museum. You know, if you think that way, you belong in a museum. Um, so, you know, I, I still think there needs to be some more, you know, coordination with all of these things. And but because when it comes back around to it, some of these people that even agree and think that, you know, some of this history should be remembered. A lot of them don't really even get it right, like Kelly. Um, you know, they just think, oh, it's, 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 it's honorable. Yeah, you know, honorable for the time, you know, whatever. Those are all different judgments to make. But to defend somebody who, who basically, you know, at now from this point, he still decided to fight all his friends because he thought basically slavery was more important or allegiance to his state, which then translated into slavery, um, was more important than... Than, than staying with the union and fighting for not slavery, um, and so you know, I, I mean, you can you can you can decipher history different ways, but we need to put all that in the past and say, well, we live now, and all those people kind of made bad mistakes. I mean, I also see the difference of of why we had a fight to keep the union together. I don't know if Lincoln would have went to those effects to do it if it was just based upon, hey, we just want to do our own thing. Um, if you know, that was one of the reasons why I think he, he even valued that 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 losing human life to fight a war to keep the union together was worth it. But again, we can get into other historical arguments, which are different and they should be for museums because that's the long past. You know, we have to learn to live together or else, you know, we're, we're doomed anyway. Um, but anyway, um, those are my two cents on it. If you got anything else on Kelly, let's move to number four, our, uh, other big, um, scandal for the past month. I think maybe that started the beginning of the month too, uh, sexual harassment, but still, you know, you got anything left on Kelly before we move on? Well, I, I think it's good we're having this discussion, um, and there's, there's no question in the Hollywood, uh, you know, power structure that this has happened a lot, not only with Harvey Weinstein, he's the, one of the greatest offenders, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've seen now Kevin Spacey, of course, I don't know what's going to happen with his career. He's a brilliant actor, um, but clearly... You know, if what Anthony Rapp is saying is, is true, and I, I feel there's no reason that it wouldn't be, um, 
That's how, that's, oh, you made you a bad know, choice. Basically, made a bad choice. House of Cards is now going to be canceled on Netflix. And, I, you know, I, I put on my Facebook post the other day that the last season was mediocre anyway, his inexcusable behavior aside. But I think now we're seeing Dustin Hoffman admitted that he groped a 17-year-old girl in the 80s. <laughs> and this is, you know, one of the great venerable actors of, of American cinema, somebody who's you know, been in so many amazing films and given so many great performances and generally had a, a pretty decent personal reputation, unless I'm wrong. Um, but still, it's it's shocking to to learn of this. Then you have Brett Ratner, the director, who I think is one of the most overrated directors ever and, and frankly seems like a not a nice guy and had a reputation, and now that's coming to light about what a creep he is. Uh, I, I think, again, you know, these won't be the only people. Um, yeah, and... you know, I, I, you know, Karen, I can't agree with you anymore that I, I'm glad a lot of this stuff comes to light. The only thing that gives me pauses at times is it seems so easy today for now people to make allegations, you know, either, you know, you know, you know, public or not, um, but people are making allegations and, you know, you don't know what to separate, you know, like, you know, the wheat from the chaff, like what is true and what's not like. You know, Dustin Hoffman in, you know, you know, making a bad choice in the 80s, um, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey, too. It's like, you know, um, you know, who's casting the first stone? You know, I mean, we're we're, you know, all people who who, you know, who who do things, whether we want to are right or wrong um, and no one's perfect. And who does the right things? And, and I'm not excusing any of it. I'm just saying, you know, when you have it's it's, it's hard, I guess, being in the in the you know, the public sphere, because the hardest part to me is what I know is true and what I know is not true. Because, you know, when you hear things come out that are, are not crimes and you know they're never going to be investigated, it becomes a situation where you don't know whether someone's just saying something. That does happen sometimes. And I'm not saying any of these are true or not, but the way that everything keeps coming out, and you talk about Dustin Hoffman one time, you know, in the 1980s, was that true? Was it not true? I don't know. And, and, and it becomes, you know, it's so hard. It's, 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 you know, for me, you don't know what, what, you know, what to really think about it. Now, the good thing I think is that hopefully now that people will finally say, if it happens today, t- today, you just say something right away and everything gets taken care of and people either deny it or don't or whatever. They even get charged with something because if you grope somebody, they should get the police called on them and you should get at least some sort of, you know, um, you know, legal ramifications of some of these things. But I don't know. It's right. just so hard. It seems like it's almost becoming I, like this snowball going downhill. And, well, and and that's often what happens. Once several people come forward, that gets, you know, that starts the discussion. And it may have been in the past people like Anthony Rapp or, or the female uh, that Dustin Hoffman assaulted, uh, you know, may have been too afraid. Um, I, again, I, you know, if these were consenting adults, no one would care. But we're not talking about adults here. We're talking about a child, a, a minor, that these men made advances on. Um, even if, you know, they may have been intoxicated or what have you, uh, you know, we now are in a society where when it's kids, no, 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 ever, uh, which any decent human being agrees upon, uh, agrees on that. So I... Again, these are actors I have admired in the past, but clearly now I'm going to look at them differently. Uh, you know, just should they be robbed, locked in prison forever? Uh, I, I, I don't know about that. But, um, again, you know, 
pressure where they think people like Weinstein thought that they were invincible. Gosh, who else does that remind us of, we wonder? <laughs> hey, the person at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue who is a known sexual predator. Sorry, Clinton haters. Donald Trump makes Bill Clinton look like an altar boy. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, you know, and it almost... Not excusing Bill Clinton's bad behavior either, okay? He's, you know, he did what he did, and he paid for it as he should have, and I'll never back down on that. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, I hope I hope what this ends up being is, you know, I was kind of making, you know, up some names, sexual harassment gate or whatever, but, you know, it could be the really the end of the casting couch in Hollywood, possibly, and that could. wouldn't be a bad thing. I, I mean, that would them. be a terrific thing. Um, you know, especially, I mean, we know, you know, like I was mentioning, how do you know, you know, whether some of this stuff is true or who might just want to be, you know, having a vendetta. I mean, even Jeremy Piven today. I mean, you know that some of these people are, you know, whatever. But in, and, and like we had talked about, uh, you know, earlier, it's, it's a real strange profession because it's the only one where you could be told to make out with someone or take off your clothes. Um, any other profession that it, it, it doesn't happen. So it's, it is an odd profession and I'm sure, um, you know, it's it's just weird doing it, but um, you One know. Other quick thing I if you say, end ca- I the casting couch, that's great. I, I don't know if Hoffman, I'm sorry, has admitted he's been accused, so we don't know what his. Now it's the same though, according to USA Today, he's apologizing, so that sounds to me like he's oh, yeah. admitting it. So you know, never and again, Dustin Hoffman, one of the great American actors of all time, but clearly, you know, he did something that's unacceptable, and that's that. I, and he claims it's not reflective of who I am, and that's probably true, but again, people just, period, have to learn. Certain things are not acceptable ever. Uh, harassment of anyone is not, and especially of, of children or teenagers. All right, uh, we got a couple minutes. How about um, yeah. after what's gone on? We just have a couple minutes, so let's do you know yeah. re- or almost like a yes or no here on tax reform. Has the last week and Mueller and all the rest that's gone on, has it imperiled it at all? Does it still look like, do you still think um, you could, we can buy into Trump's idea that it's going to be done by uh, by February? No, nah, you know, I'm going to be very surprised. I mean, the fact that the GOP is now, they say they're going to debut it tomorrow. Um, it, it seems to me if they really had a solid plan that was going to benefit middle class taxpayers, they would have been out with that trumpeting it a long time ago. Um, I mean, you know, this whole idea of tax reform, this is not, again, in my mind, this is not real tax reform. That last happened in 1986. This is just a massive tax cut for higher, you know, higher earners. And I mean by that, the very wealthy. That's just not going to fly with most people. And dare I say it, even with a good percentage of Trump voters, once they find out if this is as, Mm, I don't want to, you know, if this is as shady as it seems to be at this point, for example, Diane Black, who's, she's a House budget chairwoman, she's a Republican, obviously, you know, of course there will be winners and losers, but when lawmakers see the whole bill, it will be something most people like, the Tennessee Republican said. This is according to CSNBC. And, uh, yeah, again, I, the fact that they've just had starts and stops on this, um, it seems to me that they've got a real schism within their party between deficit hawks who you know, don't want to add trillions to the budget just to give a tax cut, you know, even though they're not usually opposed to something like that. There's a Wall Street Journal poll out with NBC News that just 25% call the Trump 
tax plan a good idea. 35% called it a bad idea. <laughs> Those are not good numbers. No. Uh, I, I just, I, I think, again, if the GOP is trying to swap this off as some massive tax reform, but it's not, and again, one thing I've said, you want to piss off middle-class voters and get them active, start doing something like this. It's, again, I just say really ought to shelve it and work with Democrats for legitimate tax reform. That would be a good idea. But let's face it these days, what's coming from the White House and coming from the Republicans in Congress, there's just not many good ideas. I'm sorry to say. I wish there were. Oh, yeah, me too. And, and you know, it would take years to actually get a, a, a real uh, tax reform bill done, too. And, and, and not and not just a couple months. Uh, months. That's right. So. It would. And I'm all for real tax reform. I think most of us are. As, as people who, you know, I agree with, uh, I forget which Supreme Court justice said, I like taxes. They buy civilization. That's right. Always fun to pay them? Hell no. That's right. That's right. Hey, Karen, thanks again. Um, another great Thank podcast. You. Um, you know, we'll probably be coming uh, to you in a couple weeks. I think we have, um, you know, some other podcasts to go. If we like it, maybe Karen and I can always do, you know, something very quick during the week. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, going forward. But thanks again, Karen. Uh, thanks, Thank everyone, you. for listening.